You know what that sound means. It's me, Renee, your host here at the Rosie Hour podcast. And this week, two dope fresh guests. We have Michelle Bush, who is the owner, the creator, the most amazing queen that I met when I used to work for a specific member in the D.C. government. And she has her own company now that does event planning and um, administrative assistant work. And we talked to the most amazing dynamic duo at Rose Wine Water. We have Rob and Amy Kuchar. This episode is going to be so lit. Everybody drink rose. Rose. So we sip rose. We're going to sip rose. Rose. Sip rose. Baby girl, she don't play. Don't play. So we sip rose. We're going to sip rose. That rose hour, baby. Sip rose. It's Renee here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And today, like every other week, <laughs> we are here with Bartender Ben. Hey. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about sliding. More it looks more like a slither. <laughs> hey. Just kind of, you know, popped up. All right, cool. Well, how are you? How are you feeling? That is fantastic. Fan, fantastic. So I know people want to know about the name of this episode is Rose Wine Water. Okay, so what is Rose Wine Water? Like, that's what we're drinking today, huh? And it's a 4.9%, um, 69 calories or something. 4.9% what? Oh, okay. Um,. I'm to describe the can so people can say like relative size. Like, like what? I would Small say, Red Bull. Yeah, it's like a, a baby Red Bull yeah. can. Now, and I, I mean only in in slenderness. It's very slender. Right. So you know, kind of like a canned beer. Well, one thing is that it's supposed to be uh, really good for those who are, like, working out and are trying to actually, you know, like, keep calories down, want to make sure that they're able to, you know, have a little alcohol, but also want to make sure that they're not, you know, like, drinking a lot. And it comes in a nice little pack of six. Uh, So you get six cans in one pack. And the serving size is one serving uh, per container. And it's basically dry rosé wine and carbonated water. Yeah, so let me go ahead and crack it open. Extra. Mm. Yeah, and I think... I I like this. yeah, Yeah. It's from France, of course. So it's packed into France. But um, it's imported uh, by Boutique Beverage Company in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's really, really cute. I love the logo. The logo is so fetch. Uh, It's like a rosé color glass with this wonderful, like, rosé pink and blue. I love the the color combinations. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the taste is real light. Yeah. So you could take out there on like a picnic, a hot day or something like that. Yeah. You know, I think that's the goal quick. of it. You and throw in a cooler. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I just got out the, the ocean or, you know, the body of water, that the pool, whatever I'm swimming in. This is something like refreshing and light and airy. Like, especially, you know, here in D.C., we have these muggy days and you really don't like a heavy drink. This is perfect for it. Yes. Yes. Definitely, definitely agree. Yes, rose wine water. Yeah. Well, since you're sipping, yeah. I think we should have a little like sip of of the of the day, like Uh-oh. sip sip hooray today, oh, where my. we talk about things that are happening. Because I know people are like, y'all get on here and talk about everything, and I feel like we do because over drinks and food are the common you know denominators that connect people. That is so true. So if Definitely we're true. 
Yeah, so if we're sipping together, we could talk about anything, right? Right. So let's yep. keep doing it. You ain't got to tell me twice. So I want to go into my new sort of like morning rit- ritual since the quarantine. <sighs> TikTok. What? I'm a TikToker. Like, I don't do TikTok. You're talking about the app, the TikTok app? Yeah. Man, I, you know, sometimes with these apps, I feel like an old person. I'm like, I don't know how to work the Snapchat. Yeah. You, you I do. don't I don't. You do that. say it like my dad would say, I don't know how to work the Snapchat. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. So, so I'm like, you know, help me learn it or whatever. I don't know. Um, well, I don't know how to work it. I, don't, <laughs> I have a Snapchat. I don't even know who's on there. I don't know how to respond. So if you're talking to Snapchat, just stop because I don't even know how to see what you're saying to me. Yeah, and like, so TikTok <laughs> is so cool because you get to use different sound bites. And like, yeah, and so like now I'm into, okay, so my favorite, like the number one sound bite I have is. I'm gonna sip rose. Yeah, rose out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad Tom and Black India killed that track. Right, they and you can that. hear use it on your TikToks. Yeah, this is perfect. So we gotta do a TikTok where we're like, hey, we got grooving and sipping. Got you. Hey, hey, hey. I don't even know how to work the TikTok. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> you gonna figure it out? We're gonna find a millennial. <laughs> we gotta find about two of them. Oh wait, we are millennials. <laughs> well, we need the, long, uh, the younger variety. Yeah, we need Generation Zers. That's <laughs> right. what we need. So, okay, so that's my number one. Okay, this is my number two favorite TikTok. Pew, pew, pew. Uh-oh. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. It's a chopper. It's a chopper. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who sings that? It's a 22. Her name is Auntie Hammy. Auntie Hammy. Yes. Wait a minute. I love this. Yeah, I like that too. (laughs) I like that. Yes. She's so animated. I love it. Okay, so this is my number three Uh favorite TikTok. One, two, three. (laughs) That one is so funny to me because I feel like that's how I be walking down the street sometimes. Like, Like, yeah, like. Because I'm not paying attention to nothing. I'm not looking at nothing. I'm like, oh, shoot. How did I end up here? Because I wasn't paying attention. I was just like. Okay, number four. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like when you listen to that, right? You're like searching to try to hear some what words. words. Yeah, if, if they're making any words, but it's like, that to me, that's like probably one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> what are your favorite sounds? Yeah. Because it sounds like she day. was like, okay, I, I think you even mentioned this before. It's like me when I'm like, like focused and like have like 10 tasks on my mind and I just get to walking real hard yeah. and like moving fast and it's like you get the little arms going like this okay my arms are not little but <laughs> I get it I get it I get it I get it okay here's the number wait what number is that four wait, yeah. one two three four okay yeah. here's number five yeah. you guys are not ready for this I'm up because I feel like that's me in the morning (laughs) when people are trying to wake me up I'm not a morning person okay so those are my top five but okay this is a bonus one okay you ready for a bonus Caught me mid sip, sorry. <laughs> rose wine water. <laughs> it's scrumptious. Okay, here is a bonus one that I love. Hey, 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 chicken corn on a corn can. Who sings that? So, 
does that. I don't know. I don't think anyone that. knows the name of the we guy. We need to find him. We need to have a millennial find this guy's social media TikTok. Yes, because like the video of him doing it is it's been circulating the internet yes. for a while. If somebody could find who was on that last clip, can we hear it one more time? <laughs> we need to find this person. <laughs> we gotta find you. Hey, 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 check out on the corn. All right, look, the our listeners out there, if you could help us find who sings that, that, that part right there, we would greatly appreciate it. And maybe send you, you know, a free gift or something. We don't know. Yeah, we, we may be able to send you, you something right, if we you know. can find him. Because he looks like Ja Rule in a way. And, like, he was, like, wearing a cowboy suit and standing in the middle of a field. Like, it was such, oh, the dramatics. And he had a guitar. So, listen. Would love for him to perform that live. Yeah. Because I want to know the rest of the song. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm, 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 I'm all in that song, man. We did. Hey, hey, hey. Chicken on the corn. So the corn can. Renee. <laughs> Renee. You know how things get in my head. I know. So I know. I, I, I got to read you back in. I, I know. Back in. Okay, 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 okay. I so. love it too. I love it too. But uh, However, comma. Events. However, comma. We need to talk about these current events. What's going on in the world? Well, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about TikTok. Because I feel like there's so much happening. And, you know, I think a lot of people are forgetting one thing, you know primaries are happening right now throughout the country and you're not hearing a lot of sort of the uh, voter suppression that's happening um, in a lot of states. So like in Kentucky, they used to have, you know, tens of thousands of uh, places you can vote, like polls you can go to to vote. And they limit it down to like 200 throughout the country or excuse me, throughout their state. And so many people were unable to vote. Um, we've seen it in Georgia, you know, not only with uh, Stacey Abrams, you know, having the election stolen from her, um, you know, and also the same thing happened in Florida. Right. Uh, Andrew Gilliam yeah, was not yeah. able to win the state of Florida, although he should have because it was stolen mm-hmm. from him. Yeah. We're seeing that again. And now we're just seeing a lot of ways that people are trying to take our vote. And I feel it's so important. I don't care what your party affiliation is. And to be 100% real, Trump is not anybody's party. He is a party of one. Party of one. So when he has a reservation, he's like, oh, yes, it's me, Trump, party of one. Like, he don't care about nobody. Melania, she ain't eating. He getting his tacos to go for just him. Hey, bring it down. (laughs) So I say all that to say everyone should be against Trump because there's nothing he's doing that's really benefiting even the rich. Like the tax tariffs within the wine industry. I mean, if you are, say, affluent uh, and have, you know, a lot of money right now, you're paying a lot if you're a wine person, importer, distributor because of these tariffs right now. And that was Trump imposed. I, I don't know a faucet in life where people are like, yeah, you know what? My life is better because of Trump. Hey, a lot of people think, that, you know, believe that, though. I don't you understand know, how. A, I, I, I do not understand it either. Like, you get you, you hit them with hard facts. Like, this dude is declining the nation in all different areas. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's, like, hard statistics that backs that up. And people would still defend him to the, to the grave, you know? It crazy. blows my mind. Ooh. <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's also crazy, too, is, like, United Nations would normally kick in and be like, you are a war criminal. You're a criminal of the world. Like, you're on the top 10 list. He is not even on the list, y'all. And I'm sorry. One, how we are treating, you know, uh, those who are seeking refuge. Because let's be clear. If you are not an, an, an indigenous person of this country, you too are an immigrant. The only other people who are not immigrants are Blacks. Because guess why? I'll give you one second to think about that. Slavery. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna hit the button. <laughs> nah, I mean, and not to like laugh at the whole slavery thing, but it's just like you can't get around that fact. Yeah, you can't. And we ain't going back to that. I'm sorry, because one thing I can't do is pick nothing but decisions that make me better. That's what I can do. I can pick ideas. I can pick clothes. I can pick some shoes for myself. 
pick out my food, pick my school of choice. I am not. Mm-mm, no. You no. know, I mean, but it's looking like, and you know, I was watching this. Uh, I think we was watching it the other day. The alt right. Oh yeah. Um, and really just looking at the propaganda being used and the style of propaganda being used that was used against the Jews, sensitized people to, you know, the extermination of the Jews. Yeah. They're using the same type of tactics nowadays, like showing black men getting killed in the street. Now it's like a norm. Yeah. We will show that on repeat. You can look on any social media platform. You can look on any news website. Heck, you can go anywhere on the information superhighway and you will see numerous black men taking their last breath. Right. However, comma, what you don't see, white men, white women, Latinx, right? And also black women. We don't see the we will see them being murdered up to a point. But because we have to look at the system of how slavery worked as well in propaganda is how do you how do you cut off a, a people uh, from, you know, thriving and growing and being nurturing and all of those things? You, you take the males from them. And so, right. I mean, that's what happened. Taking black men out of the family structure of the black community and making them a threat to everyone. So it's not only a threat to quote unquote white America, it's now a threat to black women because, oh, we have to be the men of the households and we not emasculate, but we do men because we're we're growing up without men, father figures in the home. So a lot of women don't understand a lot of perspectives or understanding how relationships work. And then that also dominoes into black men because they don't understand how relationships work because they're growing up without fathers. They're not being taught how to be a man. All of these things. Right. So it, it's, it's a, a domino effect that puts a people back because you can't go forward if you don't have any direction or guidance of people who came before you. Renee the scholar. Renee the scholar for every dollar. Yes. Every dollar my good parents, yes, parents, mom and dad, spent on all my education. Good people. But, you know, like, I'm so, I won't say I'm even rare. I'm what we don't talk about. You are what we don't talk about because you you come from both of your parents. You know, you have both of your parents in the home. Right, and it, but it makes a difference. You know, you had that balance. You know, it helps give you some, you know. Understanding of, yeah. of how things function. Right. Um, and also a different worldview. Exactly. And when we continuously take black men and say, and this is what I really hate. Because, okay, the narrative is this. Black women are strong, angry, independent. And why do we do that? Because they're usually the leaders of the household because society has taken the black man out of the home. So then when you try to put us together in relationship situations, they don't thrive very well because we're telling black women, you got to be independent, queen. You don't need a man for nothing, girl. But yet we all need men. Like, whether you are same loving genders uh, or not, like, the male-female relationship, whether it's mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, friend, they're all important and they're all intertwined. I got on that soapbox to say (laughs) that Trump is trying to take down not only just Black families, but more importantly, Black men. And it's right in front of our faces and we're, we're not doing anything. It's like, how many more documentaries do we need to tell you that black men are, are being slain? Black women are too, and I'm not minimizing that we at all. To, we don't need to be uh, divided at this point either, though. Yeah, we're so not, like, I'm not oh, trying black to... black women are getting murdered too. You know, I know you've been seeing that on Instagram and on the internet and all that. Like, well, and I get why, because of Breonna Taylor. And that situation with her was totally messed up. And she didn't. Was. And she didn't even get any national news. Her murderer... Was back in what February, and nothing has been done. And the AG um, of that state is taking pictures with Trump, worrying about his engagement, and he's a black man. Yes. So all of this becomes circular to 
this election, your primaries in your state are so important. You gotta vote. Yeah, and like, let's put this together, right? Like, two things. Trump can't win because of a lot of reasons. I don't care your party affiliation. He's not even helping the Republican Party. The Republican Party can't even pass anything in Congress because Trump is doing the most. Uh, He's separating the the party. And y'all got to look at it. If you're Republican, you got to look at it from that vantage point, too. Do you want to be taken down and your party be obsolete? Or do you want to make moves and decisions and sometimes take out the, uh, (laughs) what is it, uh, the least a valuable player so the team can thrive and then two he's just he's just not right he's just not right it's just it's just I don't care if you hate black people hate Mexicans hate Asians hate whatever you want just foundationally you gotta look at one how your life is and two has it improved in four years it hasn't so you gotta get out of vote and don't vote for Trump. Yeah. Do the right thing. You try something different, okay? Nation, you try something different. It did not work. <laughs> we are worse as a people. Yes. We're in, we're quarantined. <laughs> yeah. Like if that don't tell you something. It won't tell you. You won't get that. <laughs> Honey. You won't understand nothing. 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 Yes, yes. Well, I say all I have to say is because... Who we got up this week? Yeah. Well, let me just wrap that that moment up. Go vote in your primaries and in the general in November. Yes. Okay. So... <laughs> we know we got a time limit. I know, I know. So, okay. Who do we have today? We have Michelle Bush, who has a company called Event Solutions DC. Ooh. Uh, we used to work together when I worked uh, for the District of Columbia. Um... Uh, an agency no I work for a member of the council and we became cool she's awesome she's done some great things she went to Bennett College which is an all girls black college Um, and she's had some great experiences she's originally from DC she's super super dope and then we talked to Rob Kuchar of Rose Wine Water yeah Oh, I said Rose. Rose, listen, I've had some too. (laughs) Hey, I'm almost done with mine. Yes. And talking about how he got started, like where this this idea came from for having rosé wine water. Like it's such a cool concept Uh, and also very nutritious and delicious. Rob Kuchar. Rob Kuchar. Good job, Rob. Yay, Good job, Rob. Man, this thing tastes great. Yes, yes. Hey, y'all out there, go get you a... What can they uh, order? So right now, there's like... I think he talks about it in the episode. Like you can get it from certain grocery stores, um, like chains um, throughout the country. And then also going to their website. So listen, you got to listen to the interview in order to learn more about it and how to order it. Uh Uh-oh. You got to tune in so you can know how to do it. Do-do-do. You need, you need this. Y'all need this. Yes. This is great for like a picnic. Yes. Or you know? or like if you did a marathon and you're like, you know what? I need I need a little refreshment, but I also would like a little alcohol content. Right. Boom. Do a little kick real quick. Yeah. I feel like it's like a Mentos commercial. Like you do all these exhausting things and then like you turn around and someone throws you a rosé wine water and you're like, smile like, man, fresh and full of life. <laughs> yeah. So it's like rosé wine water full of life. <laughs> definitely, definitely go get you a can uh, or a pack. It comes with a six, six pack, right? Yes, it's a six pack mm-hmm. that it comes with. Get you a case, six pack case, all that. Go on the website, figure it out. Go, go order it. This is great. You just can't drink one. You got to drink a whole pack. That's right. And you also have case. to drink responsibly. Remember yeah, that. Responsibly kill that case. Yes, but don't drink and drive. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, don't do that. Yeah, use a Uber, Lyft. Just chill at the house. She ain't supposed to be going nowhere anyway. That's what I was going to say. You should yeah. be at home. It's the perfect time to get some stuff dropped off at your house. You can walk to your local park. And if you don't have a local park, your right? Your local couch in your basement or in your living room. Or on the stoop. It's like, right. you know, our yeah, lovely yeah. New Yorker friends. They don't have yeah. yards. So you can balcony. go. balcony. Right. Your balcony, the rooftop. Hey. Or, or or go in the bathroom and make it a oasis for yourself <laughs> and have a spa day and drink it. Either yeah, way, get you some rosé <laughs> wine water today. Get that. Yes. 
All right, well, let's talk to Michelle with our first interview of the day. Boom. Yay! Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And today, you guys, I'm taking you on a voyage with one of my old favorite co-workers. She's amazing. She does some of the best events and also has not one, but two pew, pew, pew businesses here in the District of Columbia. What the first business is called Events uh, Solutions DC, and she does amazing project management, cam- campaign coordinations, virtual assistance, and then also champagne. Oh, she don't just tell me real quick, Michelle. Champagne soul. Yes, the soul for your champagne, champagne soul. None other than Michelle Bush. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm so used to the soca horn that normally comes on another podcast that I do. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about that, too. You have a podcast as well. What's the name of your podcast? So I'm actually the co-host um, on a podcast uh, entitled All the Fly Kids. Yeah. The um, mastermind behind it is Geronimo Collins, who is a very good friend of mine. And we go back to like 2010 wow. um, when we used to work together. Um at a particular uh, store in D.C. So, yeah. Oh, cool. And I mean, when do, when does your episodes come out? So right now, um, it's kind of as needed episodes. Um, we were doing the podcast. Well, he was doing the podcast kind of all over the place mm-hmm. um, and ended it at the Lion Hotel, which is a oh, wonderful yeah. um, concept. The studio there is amazing. And so I just did one the other day with him um entitled uh Black Guns Matter. Oh. So, yeah, that was uh that was heavy. That was heavy. De- definitely. Yeah, it was heavy, but it was a it was a conversation that needed to happen. Yeah, well, considering the day and age we're in now, I mean, I keep making the joke and I know ever other people have said it too on especially like Instagram, you know, like we're level 16 of Jumanji. Yes. Like every day, it's something new and even more extreme than anything we ever heard before, all before a presidential election. So it's like, uh. but <laughs> we've digressed so quickly already. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> I'm so happy you are here today and joining us. And I can't wait for us to be able to be in person again, because I always have a great time with you and we can drink more rosé in person. So, yeah. <laughs> so. I know I gave you a brief intro and I know we started talking about the podcast, but just want to throw out there for you to talk about your story and like how you became such an amazing entrepreneur. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, It's been a lot of hard work. Um, I knew at a very early age that I wanted to have something for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Very lucky growing up that my mother was in private practice. Um, She was a physician in the city. Uh, My father worked for my God, let's go all the way back to CMP Telephone. Um, then moving CMP into Bell Atlantic, then AT&T, and then going off to work um, for another engineering company and then started his own um, kind of consulting firm. And so it's been so amazing um, to be able to have that, um, the ability yeah. to, to learn at an early age how to... Um, you know, be a business owner. Yeah. And everything. And so that was the number one um, part of starting my own business. The other part was literally the frustration in the DC rat race of finding a job. You know, mm-hmm. some people had just been blessed to be able to have careers. Oh, I've, I've worked for this firm. Oh, I've worked under this um, particular administration and have moved up. For me, nothing, I want to say, made me happy. Like, it was great to serve the city um, when I did. Um, I'm still involved with city politics, um, in a sense. And I'll always have that passion because of my parents. But I wanted my own. And so I I just did it. Um, the last position that I worked in was for a PR firm. Mm-hmm. And at that time, 
my boss allowed me to not only work on what Uh-oh, we Michelle, work- you're breaking up a little bit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Can you hear me now? Yes, perfect. Oh, perfect. Um, I was working for a PR firm. And so during that time, if it was a little bit of downtime, like I could work on mine and I could work on um, the company that I work for on, on that work. And so that then allowed me to launch Event Solutions DC. I always wanted to have a t-shirt line. I always said I definitely wear my heart on my shoulders. Um, I'm one of those that you can look at me and be like, mm-hmm, I know Michelle is thinking of something mm-hmm. or Michelle has something to say. And I, the, the truth behind it was I woke up on my 40th birthday and I literally had nothing to my name. Mm. I had nothing to my name. Um, I didn't know which way to go. And so it was then get this business done, get this T-shirt line started, and let's go from there. And it's been an amazing ride. Yes. Yes. And so with with all of that, you have two businesses and like how are you balancing both of those businesses at once? Like and what what do they do as well? So Event Solutions um, pretty much started as a as a virtual consulting company. It still is. Um, you know my background, hospitality management, mm-hmm. um, criminal justice, government affairs, PR communications. And so what I looked is that there are people out there that were always saying, well, Michelle, can you do this? Michelle, do you know how to do this? Michelle, can you help me find this? And I said, I need to start a company for the dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And the dot, dot, dot was people asking me all of this. And I was like, yeah, I know how to do that. Here, give me 20 minutes or give me a day. Here, here's the project. And they were like, this is amazing. And so I just said, okay, so let me start my own. So I say that I'm virtual because I don't have to meet with you in person, um, especially if you're not here in DC. Um, but I don't mind meeting with you and I don't mind traveling. Um, so I was able to do that. And I've been very lucky um, to start working with, crazy enough, um, a recording artist um, that lives in the area. And so working with him, Hmm. um, his road manager, manager is my business partner now with some other things. And so that opened the door for me to now work with several music, um, musical acts. Ooh. So I do um, as needed projects with Genuine. Ooh, hey, pony! <laughs> yes, yeah. And then I work. So and then I do PR communications for the R and B group Intro. Ooh, and I do PR communications for certain members of State Property. Okay. Um, so. I was going to sign with all of state property, but COVID hit. And so we put some things on hold, but I am working on a couple of their things. So so. state property, right? Like, you know, you know, you know, my age, I'm at that, you know, I just made the cusp of millennial 81, baby. Uh, And and state property is like Benny Siegel, you know? Yes. Beanie Seagull, Freeway, Chris and Neef, Omini Sparks. Yeah, all, all those Because I got yeah. what it takes to rock the mic. Okay, There sorry. you go. I had to do there it. I had to do there, it. It's okay. Wow. It's, it's, it's okay. Benny Siegel is one of the sweetest guys that I've probably ever talked to. Um, actually, on FaceTime uh, during the whole COVID situation. Uh, we've had a couple of conversations. And um, I think... You know, you and I working together for uh, the individual that we did work for, Mm -hmm. um, we know negative press and we know what negative press during um, critical times like this, we know what it causes. Yeah. And so um, I have been the arm, the strong arm of, you know, people wanting to come in. I call them expose type of People coming in, oh, we want to do an interview with Beanie Siegel and it wants it, and it's gonna be about his beef with Jada Kiss. And it's like, nope, mm-mm. Yeah. Not gonna yeah, have have a good one. We're not having that conversation today. Wow. Yeah. And and that's so amazing because like you're really controlling a narrative and conversation. And also, you know, in in these days and times, not having sort of like smear campaigns going on uh between black men. So shout out to you for that. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you have to understand um, with them, they've been through a lot. Yeah. And then now for a musician to constantly be on the road, constantly be in the studio, everybody's life changed. Yeah. And so it's and and people like us, we're looking on Instagram and and looking at places and we have to lift them up as well. Yeah, they need to be lifted as they're also lifting us up and probably working on projects and, and doing all of this. So it's a, it's a twofold. Again, twofold goes back to my company name, amplifying brands and building influence. And so it's it's taking what's there, be it small or be it large, and just making sure that the voice of that company is being heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's amazing. So what brands would you like to work with in the future? Um, you know, I didn't think I was going to get into the music industry at 42 years old, um, but I like it. Um, I really want to shape small black owned businesses um, mm. and making sure because I, I think that a lot of them get overlooked. Yeah. Um, and I've and I've dealt with that. I've dealt with that being in business. I don't know how many people I've talked business with. And they've said, oh, Michelle, you should do this for a living. And I'm like, I, I launched my business officially last year. Did, did you miss the memo? Yeah, like get on the board and on the train. Get on the board. Yeah, and I yeah. think there's so many creative people out there. And when you are a creative and when you're trying to, to build something, you need guidance. We all do. Mm-hmm. We can't do it all ourselves. Um and so that's been my biggest joy with working uh, with Event Solutions. It's being able to um, get on board on a project, look at it from start to finish. Some I'm not finished with mm-hmm. um, and be able to, to create and grow. Um, I'm doing that now with, with two brands or small businesses, small black owned businesses. And it's just been it's been an amazing um turnout and an adventure and we're just gonna keep on going (laughs) yes so how can people support the work you're doing or if they are uh in need of your services how can they connect with you so if you are um working on a project and need advice if you need um structure if you need social media content you there's there's an uh an array of of things that um, even solutions need and you provide in services. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they can, they can reach me. Um, of course my website, which is eventsolutionsdc.com. Um, they can reach me on all social media platforms. And so it's event solutions, DC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Champagne soul, the t-shirt company is um, champagnesoul.co, C-O. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the website. And those are the t-shirts um, with the, my favorite is the Namaste DC. Mm. And, and that is my ode to gentrification. <laughs> which is um, real. Which is real. And it's basically, nah, I'm a stay right here in DC. Yes. Um, that's fine. You can push me to whatever ward you want to, but I would be right here. <laughs> Um, and then it's some black love on there. Um, my God, relationship capital. That one is really important. We're going to eventually tell the narrative of that, um, because relationships and gaining access, gaining financial, um, successfulness is not a word, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just it, it, it's, it's so much into it. If you're not building the relationships that you have, how are you going to be able to, to go on? And so that is one of the t-shirts. Um, and so champagne soul across all platforms as well. Um, Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Personally, you can follow me, Shell B. So it's C H E L L E B of DC on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, I do I do keep my Facebook private. <laughs> um and I mean that's how that's how you can find me. That's how you can interact with me. 
and say you're crazy for what you said, or you can say, I agree with you and want to talk more, or you'd be great on our project. How can we find out more about you? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is. Well, Michelle, you are a jack of all, or, or Jackie of all trades, and Thank you. so amazing. So, people definitely check out uh, eventsolutionsdc.com. Reach out to Michelle; she is definitely amazing, um, and and definitely uh, use her as a resource because she is really good and super plugged. As like. You know, she didn't even do a brag. You know, people be bragging in D.C. And you didn't even no. do that. You were like, I mean, this is work I do. I mean, it's cool, you know, working you know, at Freeway and M. It's cool. But they're like that's, legends. That's, <laughs> they are. They are legends and they're and they're human beings. And they, they're just like you and I. Yeah. And a lot of times working in the industry of, of such, they just want a down to earth person. Mm -hmm. That's not about the clout. Matter of fact, that's one of the t-shirts. It's, um, culture over clout. Ooh, I Um, like that. One of the t-shirts, uh, on the website. And it's, it's just that I, I haven't had the easiest time in, in the city that I was born and raised in. Yeah. And, and it's because I was not going to, to falter from the things that my parents taught me. My mother's so, you know, you know, walk in the room, gain the respect. If the respect is not there, you move on to the next thing. Yeah. And DC is very trans transient uh, town. And so being, you know, a native, you know, I really respect and appreciate all that you've provided me as, you know, a transplant, you know, I'm not from here. uh, And it was very green when I moved here because I was just a young Long little whippersnapper that was just very motivated to be successful. And, you know, women like you, you know, were very supportive and helpful uh, in my up and down time. So thank you for all you've done for me. You're so welcome, as always. Oh, I adore you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> So I like to ask this as the last question to all the guests on the Rosie Hour podcast. Um What's your favorite rosé? <laughs> so right now, during COVID and prior to COVID, my favorite rosé is the Sea Glass Rosé. It's the Sea Glass Wine Company. Um, their rosé is very soft, very crisp, um, not overly fruity. That's real. And and that's the one thing when it comes to rosé for me. I don't want syrup. Yeah, I don't want sugar in a cup. I don't want sugar in a cup. Grew up on that type of Kool-Aid. Don't want it. <laughs> I, call it I, I call it the Jack and Jill Kool-Aid because my mother would um, cut up slices of oranges. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, I, yes, I'm a Jack and Jill kid. Um, <laughs> That, that, that's the funny part when I say, you know, talking about D.C. and, you know, people that get to move up in the world and everything. Most people, mother was a physician. I was in Jack and Jill and, you know, they'll just You're say, in the most Whoa. illustrious Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated as well. <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's some vibes there that we love about you. I'm active. Um, So, you know, I just, it's it's fun. I like the rosé. I get it from, yes, Organic Market. Um, And it's just, it's just really good. So check it out. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. That's my Jamaican horn for you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much um, for being on our show today. And Michelle, we're going to definitely have to have you in person with COVID protest the world. Uh, Jumanji is over because I, one, miss your face. And two, every time you guys ever see Michelle, she's always just a happy-go-lucky person. She is such a pleasant person to be around. And so... We definitely have to have you back and talking about, you know, what's happening post-COVID and all the amazing projects you're working on. Thank you. I really appreciate that. This is so much fun. Yay! Cheers, lady! Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Ching-ching! Pew-pew! Thanks, Michelle. You're always so awesome to talk to. 
and dropping gems. I'm so proud and happy to know you and that you have your own company. Pew, 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 pew. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Rob Kuchar from Rose Wine Water. And let me tell you, if you're trying to get your life together, you do not want to miss this episode because you can get your life together and have your life together by drinking some amazing Rose Way Wine Water. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, you guys are in so much for a great treat because this isn't just rosé. This isn't just wine. This isn't just water. It's rosé wine water. And we have the maker, the creator, the amazing person behind it, Rob Kuchar on the line. Hey, Rob. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. We're so excited because this is innovative and definitely nothing else on the market, at least I know of. <laughs> yes, that's right. So very, very true. So how did you get started into this industry and like creating this amazing product? Um, I've been in the wine business for um, about 20 years uh, in a lot of different roles. And um, about 10 years ago, we started to produce our own uh, labels and um, concepts uh, working with wineries around the world to make our wine profiles uh, the way we would like them and uh, bringing them to market. Uh, there's a lot of wineries in the world that um, have make grow great uh, grapes, make great wine, but don't want to create a, another brand and do uh, traditional sales channel management. So that's where we hook up to them. In the process, my wife is a very, uh, very big into health and wellness. And um, Along the way, her and I started working on a concept for a low alcohol wine that was uh, zero grams of sugar, gluten-free, vegan, uh, low sulfites, um, non-GMO, and we came up with rosé water. And I have to give her a lot of credit because she kept pressing me to help her figure out this concept where she could have a wine on the go that was very healthy, very clean, and that's now become rosé water. Wow, that's amazing. And so, like... There's nothing else out there that's, at least I've heard of, that's similar. Um, what, what, so how is this, like, accepted into the rosé world? Because, you know, it's, it's so many people are like, oh, I do sparkly and oh, I do brood. And so, like, to be in its own sort of, like, category or tell me if I'm wrong on that. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right on. There is not, there's, there's nothing like this out there. In fact, um, um, uh, my family owns now the trademark for rosé water and wine water globally. Wow. And um, so our category is wine water. And the interesting thing about this is um, European countries have raised their kids on wine water for years where they would sit down for dinner and the parents would have a glass of wine and the kids would have wine water. And what I mean by that is they would do a splash of wine and then add some water and mm. the kids would enjoy that. Now, what we've done is much more difficult than that um, because we have to package it and sell it. Mm-hmm. But wine, wine historically is 85% water approximately. So all we've done is make the blend of wine, which if we drank this rosé on its own, uh, it would be very tannic and very acidic. But we designed it with our winemaking team from Sancerre, France, to blend it with water very pure water where we source from the Austrian Alps and uh, it is a blended product. And so to your question, this has been accepted extremely well in the rosé community. And here's why we don't add anything to it. It's rosé on the go. And people say rosé all day, you know, and um, you know, these different concepts, they want to enjoy rosé on the move. This is designed for someone who loves rosé, but is on the move whether it's the boat, the beach, the golf course, the pool, whatever it is, this is, or for lunch, and they would like maybe a couple glasses, and and, um, this is their product. Wow. And so, 
you see it's on the go and like it's supposed to, you know, be like health conscious. So is, is the health community sort of accepting of this? Because I know some people are like, well, you're not supposed to drink and, you know, there's alcohol. So how are they accepting into this too? Because I, I, I love the branding of that. Like, because I'm a person that wants to become healthy, right? <laughs> but well, like, I think the, the inverse of that is, are they like able to understand that too? Well, I think balance is the key. Okay, so from a health and wellness standpoint in anybody's life, anybody that's out of balance, whether too far one way or too far the other way, it's not sustainable. And in the wine industry, one of the key concepts um, in the last two, I guess, decade or two is sustainability. We have to get to a balance, and that really in everything in our life. So for the extremist on the right or the extremist on the left saying you, you have to be absolutely perfect, no alcohol, no, you know, whatever it is, if you're trying to be healthy, the reality is that's not sustainable. Um, because you want to have, you want to socialize, you want to have low alcohol. I think the, the, the balance is um, moderation. Mm. It's low alcohol. It's not high alcohol, especially if you're on the move, because you you know, some of these, you know, wines are great, but they are, they're high, they're high alcohol. You yeah. know, we sell a lot of them. So, um, so, so to me, the people, um, maybe more than the industry of wellness, the people have embraced this because of moderation. So. Ah, I like that. And I love the packaging. It is so beautiful. And I mean, you guys put a lot of work into the branding of this. So where did the idea come from with the brand and like sort of like the glass with the rosé water and the coloring? Um, because like I know sometimes people are like, I want this particular color for the rosé. Um, and and it takes a while for them to get it there. And then with the branding, it kind of misses, right? It doesn't illuminate sort of the beautiful um, coloring that they've done. But you guys have done such a great job with that. So do you want to talk about sort of like how you went through your branding process? No, I would love to. Um, I'll tell you, it's a great story because we have found a gem of a designer, an artist here in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is where we're based. And her name is Elena and uh, she's from Ukraine. And her husband, uh, Stan, is an entrepreneur here in town. Mm -hmm. And they're a phenomenal couple. And um, we were putting this concept together and we were struggling Frankly, I was struggling with trying to figure out the vision for the the logo, the font, um, the packaging, and um, we met a couple few times, and then I met again and kind of talked to her about some direction. And as I was leaving, I gave her a hug and said, "Thank you so much. I know I don't have a clear vision about this. I really need your help." And I looked over her shoulder, and underneath her kind of pile of papers on the desk, there was this little kind of R sticking out. I'm like, what is that? And she said, well, that's something I've been working on for this rosé water thing. And she pulled the sheet out and it was the rosé water copy, right? Oh. The writing. And she had wrote it. This was her hand sketch. So rosé water, that entire front was hand sketched by her. Wow. And um, she's, she's extraordinary. She's a, she's a great artist and she's a better person. And um, so then we had a deadline to meet by, I was like a, a nine o'clock on a Monday morning. And uh, she said, Hey, I'm going to be about 10 minutes late. I have an idea. So 10 minutes later, we get the final concept and it has glass behind it with the metallic finish to it. She added that on the final hour. That was completely her idea. Wow. And, and so it would have been rosé water in the, you know, uh, dry rosé wine blended with sparkling water, but she added the glass at the final hour and that's what great designers and great artists do. I mean, once they get in the zone, there's no, there's no holding them back. And, she, and I have to give her so much credit because we've gotten so many compliments on this package and it is so much her credit. She's fantastic. So, yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful. And I, I noticed you said you're from, you, you guys are in North Carolina. Um, many people probably do not associate, you know, uh, rosé wine with North Carolina. So how did you guys sort of like, maneuver, you know, the industry with that? Or is there an industry in North Carolina that people are just not tapped into? Um, yes. Well, wine, wine in general is the number one beverage of choice on holiday in the United States now. Yes. And uh, so it's a big, wine has become a very big thing in the U.S. And very young when you think about 
Italy, for example, some, most wineries there, and they're like 28th generation winemaker. The wine industry in the United States is less than 100 years old, frankly. Um, uh, so it's when you look at it that way, so it's really it's really come on. But that said, a fun fact about North Carolina is it's the number one producer of grapes in the United States prior to prohibition. Wow. So it's a, it's a very great, uh, it's a great, uh, uh, wine growing region. Now this wine is from source from the Loire Valley in France. And, uh, we carry the juice produced in France, seven hours to the Austrian Alps, where we carry it bulk in stainless steel tanks. And we blend it with water that's pulled 90 meters below sea level, blended with the wine that was designed to be blended with water. And, you know, red blends have been a big deal in, in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And blending is an art form in the wine industry. So you've got to know your components. And um, and what we've learned from the winemakers involved in this project is that they did not realize since wine is 85% water, approximately, depending on the wine, historically, and you have all this water pulled up from the earth through the vines, which some of these vines are 70, 80 years old, then those are what produce the grapes. That water is filtered through a vine into the grape. And then that's what the wine is made from. And 85% of that wine is water, approximately, once again. So when you're introducing the same blend or same component, the majority component, it doesn't lose its profile. Mm. So what I wanted, when more, more importantly, what my wife wanted, Amy, was she wanted no additives. She wanted zero additives. She didn't, for those people that love fruity flavored wine, whether it's mango, black cherry, lime, raspberry, berry flavoring to their, to their uh, on-the-go beverage, she didn't want any. She wanted wine flavor. Mm, I like that. I like that. Uh, so that's how we got here. And let me just tell you, I didn't know I loved wine flavor until I tried this. Because <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, I think I'm a fruity person. But I was like, oh, no, this this is delicious. And I, I'm just like, kudos to you for what was historically done, you know, in, in, in communities in Europe um, and creating it and bringing it to the U.S. Because I think a lot of uh, people are not even... Um, aware that people have had rosé water before. Um, That's so right. It, it's it's just amazing to to hear the history behind it and knowing that, hey, guys, uh, game changer for 2020. <laughs> you yes. can drink rosé water. That's so amazing. It is. I think I'm, I'm very proud of this. I'm very proud of all the teams and all the people that helped me figure this out for my wife. <laughs> oh, you're so. such a great husband. Cheers to Amy and you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's, uh, it's been great. We're very happy about it. So how can people purchase this if they're like not in North Carolina? Um, we have a, our, our, so our website is uh, uh, rosewinewater.com. And um, our social on Instagram and Facebook is at rosewinewater. And, um, and on our website, there's a product locator. So we're very much a boutique style company. We're not a large company. We're not a small company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very boutique. And, um, and that's just big enough to, to do some cool things. And um, so what we're asking from our, uh, for anybody that's interested is to reach out to us and let us know that they're looking for it. We can help them. We have distribution in all, over 40 states in the U.S., Uh, But those distributors, because of laws, those distributors have to sell to retailers. Right. Um, um, So um, we can help navigate that as we're launching this. We're very much in our soft launch from September of last year. Our official launch was going to be April of this year, and it still is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of events and a lot of expansion was held up because of the current situation that uh, everybody's working through now. Um, So... um, we're just continuing to be patient and um, and very happy with the progress. So uh, there's a lot of information on our website, a lot of information on our social handles. We'd love it if people follow us uh, and share information about uh, the product. So Well, I know I definitely will because it is so delicious. And I know that like, you know, in DC, it gets that humid 
you know, where it's like, oh, drinking alcohol during the, you know, summer months are a little difficult. This is like perfect and refreshing um, and light, which is so much easier <laughs> during these super duper hot muggy days. So I'm definitely going to tell friends about this so we can get this in the DC market. I really, really, really love this. This is amazing. Wonderful. Well, if you're, if you're talking specifically DC, I just want to quickly say Harris Teeter has been a huge supporter of ours across their entire region. Yes. Um, uh, giant markets have been great to us as well. And uh, so those are two in Northern Virginia, DC and Maryland, Harris Teeter and uh, giant markets have been uh, very excited about this uh, about this product and 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 been great partners of ours for a long time. They've embraced uh, innovation within their wine category. Yeah, they um, have. They really have. And and I'm just going to tell you now. I'm I'm you're going to see me at a Trader Joe's guys um, this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and right, and yes. a Whole Foods and uh or sorry, not Whole Foods, a giant, you said, right? Harris Teeter uh, and giant. giant. Yep. Yep. I will Harris be there. Giant, yep. I will be there picking some up. <laughs> mm. Well wonderful. Well, we're excited about this and we can't wait um until outside opens to to hear more about some of the events you guys are doing all over the country, you know, and pushing this out. Um, but until then, I know that this question I ask everyone and, you know, you're a rosé brand, so you are a person that knows rosé, especially because you created rosé water. What's your favorite rosé? I love the question because I have been, uh, historically, the United States, pink wine has been sweet. And that is a long story of how we, we started out differently in the United States from other uh, wine regions. Um, but I've been carrying this rosé cross on my back for a long time um with uh with trying to help people understand how amazing dry rosé is mm -hmm. not sweet rosé but for those that like sweet rosé no problem um but dry rosé is something special and for me there's a there's a rosé called claret which is spelled c-l-a-i-r-e-t claret which is produced in the bordeaux region of france it's been made since the 1600s, and it was named after the fr French clarets. And um, this is a wine, a rosé that is made uh, in a robust style, very dry, very crisp, but very full-bodied. Um, and the difference is when you make a rosé, the color of the rosé comes from the skins of the grapes. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, let's say a traditional dry rosé, a common dry rosé, and I don't mean that negative at all, but the ones that people really like uh, crisp and clean and really light colored are on the skins for about two to three hours to extract that color. Mm -hmm. And uh, a claret is on the skins for about 24 hours. Wow. So it gets more extraction. So for those people who love red wine specifically with a little more body and, and, and a little more um, color to it, a claret is the way to go. And I'm telling you, it's not an easy thing to find in the U.S., but spoiler alert, we're working, we're, we're, we have one in the works right now, and it is a special, unique wine. And for us, wine drinkers are on like this excursion to find cool, unique things. And I always mm -hmm. call wine a liquid bridge. And this is something that's fun and unique that we discovered uh, that's wine, right? Not a wine water like rosé water, but a wine that uh, is very special. So, um, and uh, so that's my favorite rosé. Well, it sounds like I'm going to need to find a bottle of that and I can't wait for yours to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thanks, Rob. This has been most amazing and I really appreciate you taking the time out talking to us. And we'll love to have you back on because I know that people are going to want to know more and get connected with you and all of these things because this is very innovative. It's amazing. It's health conscious. It's um, and as a vegetarian who wants to go vegan, this is definitely a good start for me. So <laughs> wonderful, yes. And most people don't realize that some a lot of wines are they use egg whites as a fining agent. Yep. Um, so uh, this has none of that. So and I'm here for that. So thank you for what you guys do. <laughs> wonderful. Well, likewise, I appreciate this opportunity to talk to you and. Uh, reach out to those people that follow you and talk about our project here. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Well, cheers, Rob. Cheers, Renee. Thanks. Everybody drink rosé. Rosé. So 
Thanks, Rob. Such a great interview. We really appreciate it. And your wife, Amy, for being so innovative while trying to stay healthy while sip, sipping hooray with some good rosé every day. So you can't beat that. Wine, water. And it's rosé. What? Mind blown. That's my mind blowing. I want to thank both of our guests today, Michelle Bush and Rob Kuchar of Rose, Rose Wine Water, for joining us today. We're just so thankful for them and their great stories of how they got to where they are today. I want to thank Bartender Ben, our amazing production crew, Angeline, who's helping to schedule some of these amazing guests and connect to them. I want to thank Instagram, too, for bringing amazing people together because without Instagram, we wouldn't know each other, right? Think about it. <laughs> Don't forget, every Thursday we have our amazing virtual happy hour on IGTV Live. Our soulful Sundays on Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, the virtual happy hour is at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays Eastern Standard Time. And then every Wednesday we release a new episode. So you've got to stay tuned to our podcast and subscribe so you can hear some more great stories about how great people are doing great things and learning about Rosé at the same damn time. Again, don't forget to go to our website too to see some great merch. We have some amazing fans coming, t-shirts, shot glasses, uh, and also we're partnering with Amazon for the influencers so you can get merchandise from Amazon with a discount and we'll talk more about that on our website and IG Live. Should you have questions or want to like recommend people that we should interview and have on the show, hit us up. We love talking to people. Can't you tell? <laughs> Just head to Renee at the Rose Hour Podcast.com in an email and let us know. Also tell us what you think. You know, we're always looking for ways to improve as well. So no one's opinion will be too small or too big for us to consider how we should be doing things better. And again, I know I say I got a lot, but again, we want to thank you all so much. And we can't wait to see you next Wednesday. Celebrate the fourth a good way. Pew, pew, pew. Cheers.